the death of Evernote, and a decline in threads. This is Mac Voices. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by Mac Voices Magazine, our free flipboard magazine that brings you some of the best Mac, iPhone, and iPad productivity tips on the web. High in signal, low in noise, just like Mac Voices, Mac Voices Magazine includes information on how you can get more out of your Apple technology. Subscribe at macvoices.com slash magazine or search for Mac Voices Magazine on Flipboard. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. This Mac Voices Live panel wraps up their discussions with an examination of the reported death of Evernote and why Threads, Meta's social network, is already experiencing a decline. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. Engadget says Evernote is relocating to Europe after laying most of its laying off most of its U.S. workforce. Is this the end of Evernote? Evernote, Evernote's still around. Know. Yeah, Evernote was dead to me six eight months ago. It lasted I mean, Evernote, ago for me. Wow. Yeah, <clears throat> Evernote as we know it is gone. It's now a product of uh, what's the name of this company? Bend spoon, um, bending spoons, bend, bending spoons. So, I mean, it's essentially the old Evernote. Like I said, the old Evernote is gone. Um, they're moving it to their engineers. So this honestly was not unexpected. Um, whether it'll be anywhere near the product it was in its heyday. I doubt it, but who knows? It's it's just too bad. It's too bad. Yeah. I mean, notes notes to me has always been a, a fascinating category because everyone uses notes differently, and therefore there's so many different different approaches to notes. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like Ever Evernote had so many things going for it. They felt like they were so far ahead of the curve at one point, and mm-hmm. then they just completely ran off the road and crashed. Oh, yeah. I mean, Evernote was the complete workflow for one of the podcasts I worked on. Oh, yeah. I, you're not the only one. And I know other people who are real power users of it. And uh, I use it myself for a while uh, until Apple Notes got good enough you know, to migrate me over. Um, but again, I think they sucked up $100 million of VC money and had more money than they had brains because... Mm-hmm. Way back when, oh my God, you know, 10 years ago, their then CEO, Phil LeBeau, LeBats, LeBeau, um, either he, he had interviews, I think, with Leo Laporte or or, or also on uh, YouTube, and it was just talking about their business model. He was an early you know, visionary on the SaaS, software as a service business model, and then not quite sure exactly what happened, but it seems that once he went, you know, the product, you know, sort of went down the uh, proverbial toilet. and. Um, uh, I still know some people who are using it, but uh, you know they're they're hopeful that uh, they can keep using it on their own Mac, and they don't use their cloud services, which is part of the problem. I think they tried to force down people's throats, um, but um, it's it's too bad. But uh, it's like other other beloved uh, you know products. You know they they tried to grow and. Uh, 
Yeah. Evolution at work, survival of the fittest. Yeah. So we'll we'll yeah. see. I mean, I don't know if they I don't know I know nothing about the size of their user base. I imagine if they could skinny it down enough, it might actually be a profitable business because you know the article said one of the first things they did is they laid off 192 people, which holy crap, that's a buttload of people. Yeah. And Mark, Mark I, I was just going to agree with you. I, I went from Evernote to using notes and it does everything that I need it to do. So that's my only comment, but I was thinking about how many active users they may have. Who knows? Because after reading this article, I went in and logged into my Evernote account. I knew I hadn't used it in a while, but I was surprised that it was 2013 was the last note that I created. And possibly even more surprising that was that my account wasn't auto deleted after not using it for so long. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, part part of me says 192 staffers in the U.S. I mean, what were they supporting? Because I, I just feel like, and and I'm not being harsh against Evernote, but I just don't know that many people that even talk about it anymore. So, Jeff, probably why said, they're hemorrhaging money. Well, yeah, Jeff, you said you moved over to one uh, OneNote. Microsoft OneNote, which uh, surprised me, and I think everyone that knows me, and I really like OneNote. Uh, I think it's a really good product. Um, So you remember when Evernote did their first big change, and um, and they changed their their pricing structure? Mm -hmm. And when they did that, I mean, I have no problem with subscription models. I have no problem with mm-hmm. with paying for what I'm using. I looked at what I was going to have to pay to have the features that I wanted, and I was going to be paying a lot for stuff that wasn't relevant to me, and it didn't make sense to pay for Evernote. So I started looking at my options, and Microsoft at that point they they did the smart thing, and they released a. Um, a migration tool that takes everything you have in Evernote, moves it seamlessly into OneNote, like all your notebooks, everything. And the the data structure you set up, how it's all organized, it's ex- it was exactly the same. And uh, And I ran the tool, and then I'm looking at OneNote, and I'm like, holy crap. This could have been an Apple commercial. There is no step three. <laughs> and and I didn't look back. And I've been using OneNote ever since. And um, um, I, I can't envision a scenario right now where using OneNote, or excuse me, Evernote, would ever make sense for me again. And yeah. Jim made the joke, they're still around. I mean, honestly, that's kind of how I felt when the news about Evernote's demise came up. The news for me was Evernote's demise hadn't already happened. Yeah, and I mean, as far as as far as OneNote goes, um, as far as business workflows go, that has replaced Evernote for most people. I think it sure has for me. I'm I'm a big advocate of, of Apple's Notes because of, of the syncing and the ease of use and the integration with the OS. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's, it works for me. I, 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 as I recall, Jeff, I tried OneNote and maybe, um, and I'll be very candid, maybe it was my Microsoft bias, but I just didn't, I didn't care for the whole experience. 
I went into it with the Microsoft bias as well, but I also had uh, that, that sense of needing to find something that would let me do everything I did in Evernote without paying the Evernote price tag. So maybe that opened my mind a little bit, but um, no, I get it. For me, Evernote is great. And every time someone says, do this thing in notes for me, I'm like, why? The only reason I have notes on my iPhone at all is because occasionally I will be doing something where someone sets up like whatever it is in notes, because that's the tool they use and that's how they're going to share it. So I can, I can get at it. But otherwise, I wouldn't even have notes on any of my devices. It's, and, and there's nothing wrong with notes. It's just not the right tool for me. Yeah. And, and I will say I use what notes for any personal notes. But when it comes to business-related uh, shared notes, you just can't beat OneNote. Yeah. OneNote is... Uh... A surprisingly good and solid tool, and it's it used to be free. I think it's still free. It's it's still free. Yeah, for a single user. I mean, you have to pay for cloud services and integrations, but uh, um, I'm not paying for any Microsoft services. But as a single user, so yes. it's syncing across all my devices. I I have the OneNotes app on everything, and all my stuff is everywhere. And I'm not paying a penny for it. And uh, and I'm not concerned about, well, how is Microsoft making money? They, they don't need to make money off of, off of individual users using OneNote. They just need to have everyone in their ecosystem and uh, in some way. And they've got me in their ecosystem. So it's collaborating with others in their ecosystem who are mm-hmm. probably paying users. So just to be clear, Jeff, you say it's it's syncing, it's syncing then through Microsoft servers. I mean, somewhere you're signing into Microsoft. Yes, and, it, it and goes it goes account. through through my Microsoft Drive account. Okay. Okay. And actually, I think if I open up Microsoft Drive, I can navigate to the directory where the OneNote files live. Brian. Yeah, as I say, I use Apple Notes uh, probably the most for personal and uh, different hobbies and things of that nature. Uh, Work-related, we use uh, Microsoft Office Suite. Uh, OneNote um, is where I store a lot of notes, but uh, I found a lot of use with Word, uh, depending on the notes I'm taking and what I'm writing down. Um, Just the, the search capabilities are helpful. And that usually gets me to what I need to do and what I'm looking for. I, you know, I'd love to say I'm going to go try it, but right now I don't have the need to, and and I kind of don't have the reason to. Um, so if if the need arises or if somebody forces me into it because I'm I'm working a project with them and that's how they have to work, then maybe I'll try it. But for right now, I I'm, I too am not paying anything, Jeff, because it's of Apple Notes and. Yeah, there you go. It, 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 it just sinks seamlessly. So, And, you know, Chuck, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, if if you have a system that's working for you, then use your system. Yeah. Uh, 
people change the tools that they're using when a pain point becomes uh, big enough for them that they they are now compelled to address it. And for me, that pain point was Evernote changing their business model and pricing structure to one that didn't make sense for me. And I went and found OneNote. And I will continue to use it until I have a pain point that is so big that I need to find something to address that. Yeah, and Brian just said, and I agree, Brian, that it just seems like there's been a lot of attention paid to Apple Notes, and there have been just steady improvements. You know, it's it's not dub dub keynote worthy. It's not any kind of keynote worthy, but they just they just step it up a little bit, and it's like, oh yeah, that's that that's nice. Oh, I hadn't thought about that, but I can use that. So yeah, yeah, it's I'd like to see that kind of slow but positive iteration on a lot of the different products. We just don't see. Um, Joe Cassell's uh, Take Control books has a uh, book on Apple Notes app, and I found that very enlightening on some of the capabilities that it has. It's I'm like you, I I have access to OneNote because I use uh, Microsoft 365 as my corporate platform, um, but I just prefer Notes because it's I just use it for me. I'm not collaborating with anybody. If I need to collaborate, I'm using Teams for that. Um, but uh, I. I I guess my real point, though, is I highly recommend the uh, Take Control book on on notes. You can really learn a lot of new things that you didn't know it could do. So, yeah, it's, it, I, I'll put it a plug for 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 all of Joe's books and all the Take Control books. Uh, you know, that's that's a place where I promise you, you will get more than your money's worth in value out of the tips because they they always every one of those authors always finds something that I didn't know it could do, and that is beneficial for me. So. Um, okay, so one last thing, and I don't know who's going to yell about it, but you know, hey, um, the thread threads users are already spending less time in the app, and I wanted to ask this panel first of all, how many people are, have signed up for threads? Show of hands. Yep. Okay, so a bunch, some of us, but not all of us. But. I didn't. I found this is not terribly surprising because we've all talked about how we sign up for services mainly to protect our username in case that service blows up and becomes the next big thing. So yeah, I've played with it. Yeah, I'm trying to play with it a little more. One of the killers, though, for me is that they haven't, still haven't, and still it's a week. It's a, it's a week and a half old, but there's still no web application or web access to it. I have to do it on my phone. And that's just not convenient for me the way I do things. Doesn't mean I, yeah. I'm right or wrong. Yeah, it's unfair. I think a week and a half, it's not too early to say still. Well, Jim, for that, I guess for that feature, especially when you consider the history of, you know, Instagram and web, right? And mm-hmm. that go years without a web app. Yeah. Web. I mean, that was a lesson they didn't, they seemed to miss. But Jim also now, thanks to, thanks to Ben, I, I got on Blue Sky this week. I've been on T2 for a little while. They have web apps. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the way I do things, I'm a lot more likely to interact with them or have them up on at least in a window or a tab on my screen. But threads mm-hmm. is threads is quickly yeah no I, 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 I think it's, think about. I think it's unforgivable that they don't have a web app on day one yeah so Chuck I have a question so, 
Yeah. As as you're going through this, uh, you know, because I mean, you know, the conspiracy theorists, you know, were thinking, oh, this is Zuck up to his old tricks. He's going to, you know, he's going to have something that's unclear or hidden or buried, and he's going to slurp up all sorts of information, which leads me to ask the question, as you're going through it, is it clear what sort of information it wants access to and is and is uh, going to be collecting from you? Um, Mark, let's put it this way. As far as I know, they were, th- when I signed up, it was pretty clear about, yeah, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to do the other. Now, if that's all they're doing, I have no way of knowing. But I felt like it was one of the, much to my surprise, it was one of the clearer disclosures about what they're going to be trying to get from me or do with with me while I'm on their platform. So whether they're doing something nefarious underneath, and unfortunately, I'm sorry, that's the bed they've made, they have to lay in it. But mm-hmm. um, whether there's something underneath or not, I don't know. I haven't seen anything that indicates that. On the other hand, it's probably not anything that they haven't been doing to me with my Facebook account, with my Instagram account. Now it's a Threads account. So yeah, they're not gathering any more data from you beyond what they were already gathering with your Instagram and Facebook and WhatsApp accounts. Mm-hmm. It's just that they, it's one more touch point that they might be able to get out of me. So sure. Did you put your uh, blood pressure and you know uh, and cholesterol level on your Facebook page, Chuck? <laughs> uh, yeah, um, blood pressure or blood type. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I think it, I think yeah, it figured yeah. it out. It slurped it out somewhere out of your phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I just yep. I was curious because I, I didn't find this surprising. A because of the no web app, and B just because I think yeah people are going to jump on and sign up and try it. Right. But then That's, it's kind of, this is exactly what happens with all the services. Um, and what happens is people get excited and there, and there's all the, the FOMO happening and people jump in, they, uh, they play with it for uh, a few minutes or a few days and, uh, then they're off doing whatever else and forget about the thing. And, yes. and I bet if you look at, at the trends, for every other social media service when they have uh some some big uh visibility thing you know typically some media thing like in this case the, all the media was saying omg meta just launched threads and now everyone's checking it out what what meta did that was really smart to make it to make these numbers jump high quickly or have the potential to jump high quickly they made it super easy to get set up and into threads. You know, you, you download the app and it says you have an Instagram profile. I'll import that. You click the button and you're basically done. Mm-hmm. And yes, there's a thing like, hey, do you want to follow the same people you were before? Sure. That's it. Or no. And then you go and find people you want to follow. So yeah, super easy to sign up, and then, and then, um, you know, it's like kids on uh, on their birthday, they get a bunch of cool presents that they play with for a little while, and then they're back to the thing they were doing before. Mm-hmm. Jeff, you, I, I don't think I appreciated just how how brilliant that was until I logged until I logged into Blue Sky for the first time this week, and okay, so now I'm on Blue Sky. Oh boy. But I have to go and look for people. 
I mean, the only the only person I was sure was on was Ben because he was the one that gave me the invite. Mm-hmm. So, you know, okay, so good. I follow Ben. Well, now I got to go. And, you know, a lot of the people were, I would normally look for are not there. And so is it because they're just ignoring Blue Sky? Haven't they been able to get an invitation? Hasn't their number come up in the lottery? You know, I mean, all those questions. But at the end of the day, they're not there. So I'm going to have to work more to have Blue Sky have any value for me. Mm-hmm. But you're right. Just, just for us uh, non-users, Blue Sky, that's Dorsey's new thing? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah Twitter 2.0. That got... Uh, Pushed aside by Twitter by Twitter 3.0. That looks a lot like Twitter 2.0. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, somehow we always end up with social media as part of these discussions, but I think it is fascinating that all the all the platforms we have out there and just what's happening to them and how they're trying to identify themselves or make themselves known or make themselves the place to be for this audience or that. Mm-hmm. Chuck, to me, this is uh, telegraphing where we're going with um, with social media. Um, so what Zuckerberg wants is to have the one ring of social media. So they've got you in Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp and threads. And uh, so, so he wants it just to be the one thing. Um, assuming he's not successful with that, then what... I think we're going to have is this this broad mix of social media platforms. It's the the days of saying here are the the two or three core social media platforms. I think that's going away, and there will just be different social media platforms depending on what uh, what your interests are. Do we not have that to a small degree, Jeff? Although it's under one umbrella in Discord. No. And the reason the reason I say that is because Discord, um, like so many other services, is very niche. Yeah. And uh, and actually the number of people on various social media platforms that don't know Discord even exists is probably shockingly high. Yeah. But it fits. Oh, go ahead, Ben. I was going to say Discord is more like the modern version of the old school BBS. I like mm. that. And, yeah, but it too. does fit into the social media mix, um, the whole thing about people find the, the right place for them. And Discord can be one of those places. Stay tuned. We're not done with this discussion yet, not by a long shot. Let's go around the room, let you all tell folks where they can find you, and then we're going to get out of here. Um, so everything again has been rearranged on my screen. So, um, I'm going to flip it around. Let Mark, uh, take us out first, Mark. Thank you. You and your grapes, uh, where can folks find us? Oh, I'm still at Twitter. They haven't turned the lights out at M-A-R-K-F-U-C-C-I-O. Thanks for being here, Mark. Appreciate it. Webb, glad you're doing okay. Thanks uh, for thanks for being here. Anything we need to know, uh, other than uh, where we can find you? Um, I, I was telling Chuck privately there was a Kansas um, um, uh, City Police did a SWAT operation about six blocks that way uh, while the show was going on. I wanted to see what was going on. That's why I had to go off the camera for a little bit. So everything's fine. Somebody made a, a phone call to the Ford Clay Como plant, and 
they evacuated the plant and <laughs> it's a police thing. So anyway, so uh, so I told Chuck what was going on. I said, I'll, let me figure out what's going on. Anyway, you can find me, uh, uh, Webb Bixby, uh, W-E-B-B-I-X-B-Y. You can find me at Twitter. You can find me at Threads. Good enough. Okay. Thank you, Webb. And I should say, you know, Webb, Webb constantly confuses me because one week we'll trade stories about being at Ted Nugent shows. The next week I find out he's a Swifty. I, I don't even. I, it's like I don't know you, Webb. You, you know, I'll, I'll I'll tell you. It's the Taylor Swift show came through Kansas City, um, and the show was about three three and a quarter hours. Um, and I can tell you that it was probably the most extravagant, technically speaking, stage show I've ever seen. And she was on stage the entire time. Um, and she has quite a library and I really enjoyed it. Uh, and I'm not a big Taylor Swift fan per se. I'm not a Swifty per se, but I enjoy concerts and it, that was really a great one to go see. Okay. That's cool. Well, I don't know where he's going to show up next, but I'm looking forward to seeing it. <laughs> Jeff Gamma, thank you for being here. We, we always appreciate your commentary. Uh, where can we find you? I'm always happy and surprised that I get to be here. Um, yeah. Okay. People can find me Jay Gamut on the various social media platforms and uh, yes, even on threads now, um, still not on blue sky. Um, let's see. So outside of the social medias um, here, most Tuesdays on your show, thank you for letting me on. Then on uh, Thursdays on the British tech network, the big show. And then most Thursday evenings, Dave Ginsburg has me on In Touch with iOS. Then Fridays, back to the British Tech Network for the Mac show. And Brian Chaffin and I record the context machine. Great. All Jeff, all the time. I try and be everywhere. Keep everyone happy. That's very noble of you. Sir Jeff Gammon. I dub thee. I don't know what good it'll do you, but... (laughs) I can't wait for my sword. I hope I get cool armor. The order of the underpants. <laughs> <laughs> the order of the underpants. Well done, Mark. Well done. Yeah. Next up, the guy who slaps me around in an upcoming edition of Mag Voices, Ben Rathig. Ben, thanks for being here. Where can folks find you? Oh, Chuck, you can find me on the 10,000 different forms of social media these days. Ben Rathig on all of them. It helps to be the only person with your name on the planet. Uh, you can also find me at my website, Rathig.tech, where I write those articles that Chuck turns into long-form uh, interviews. Uh, you can find me Tuesday nights, well, here, Thursday nights on In Touch with iOS with Mr. Anniversary Man himself, Dave Ginsburg, as well as Thursday and Friday afternoons on the British Tech Network uh, with uh, Mr. Jeff Gamut for the Big and Mac shows. And with that, uh, Rip Greeny. Yeah, yeah. For those of you that don't know what uh, Ben's talking about, Will Green, who was uh, a member of the the BTN family passed away this week. So if you if you if you ever saw Greeny do his thing, it was interesting. It was unique. 
And so he will be missed. He will definitely be missed. Yeah. One person we won't miss is Jim Ray because he's here. Jim, thanks so much for being here. Where can uh, folks connect with you? Sure. This week I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You can find me on the internet at proview.com, P-R-O-V-U-E. And on social media, I'm only on Mastodon, uh, at ProViewGym, at techhub.social. Great. Thank you, Jim. Last but not least, we end where we started with Mr. Brian uh, Flanagan Arthurs. Brian, thank you so much. Uh, What's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Thank you again uh, so much for having me this week. Uh, A couple of places to find me, uh, both Mastodon. Uh, in Twitter, uh, Mastodon at Brian8944 at Mastodon.cloud, and uh, Twitter at Brian8944. Great. Thanks so much, Brian. Appreciate it. Thank well, you. Folks, I'm Chuck Joyner. This is Mac Voices. We do this Mac Voices Live thing every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, wherever you are. If you're just getting in late this time or if you missed the show and are hearing about this much later in the feeds, Mark your calendars and, and join us at youtube.com slash TV. We always have a lot of fun. The chat room was rel- relatively quiet tonight, but uh, you know, I guess we were just so in- enthralling that they didn't have time to comment. Until the next time, and as always, thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page And get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices, or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.